the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is. Good morning. Thanks for joining us as we get started at 8 minutes past 9 o'clock on this Wednesday, the 22nd morning of the 12th month of the year of our Lord, 2021. A little rough on the voice today, going through a bit of a seasonal cold. Uh, Apologies for the sound, but just a little congestion, a little bit of scratchy throat, kind of stuff that comes with, you know, winter colds, maybe even winter flu. It is so funny how we have become... So uh, conditioned, and I think that's the word, by the way, we've become conditioned. They have conditioned us. They have trained us. They have, you know, they have almost brainwashed us into thinking that if you have something that resembles an illness, you know, a runny nose, a stuffy nose, a cough, a scratchy throat, a low-grade fever, you've got covid better go get a COVID test. Go get a COVID test. See if you have COVID. Go get a COVID test. See if you have COVID. We, we've, we've become conditioned to do that. And it's so frustratingly, let's just stop there. It's so frustrating. And it's so, it's so wrong. As if we didn't have, you know, winter seasonal colds and flus before COVID happened. We did. We do. We always will. And no, I don't have COVID. I already had COVID about 13 months ago. I got more antibodies now than anybody could know what to do with to fight off COVID. And I've got a more robust immune system than I've ever had before because I'm taking strong um, antioxidant and probiotic medication, not even medication, just you know, vitamin C, asorbate, sodium absorbate, vitamin C, vitamin D3 in huge quantities, particularly. 
zinc tablets, quercetin, all of these important things that I've told you about, that, that, that some of the doctors we've had on tell you about, it's because I've got a strong immune system that this is just a mild cold. Yeah, it's no fun. Like I said, I sound a little scratchy. I sound a little bit raw. <coughs> also doing a little bit of, <coughs> excuse me, as I said, a little bit of a cough. Also doing a little bit of uh, uh, extra work, uh, you know, this week the way I have been. So I'm doing five hours of radio a day. So, yeah, it makes it a little bit rough. But, um, again, this is what you, but we've become conditioned to say the vid. Oh, you got the vid. No, what are we going to do? You've been a quarantine. You've been a contact trace. You better test, 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 test. Why? First of all, even if I or you maybe did have some of the symptoms of Omicron or some of the symptoms of Delta or some of the symptoms of the OG, the original gangsta virus, COVID-19, what good is it going to do to get a test? What are they going to do? They're going to give you treatment? No. Because the narrative, the agenda, isn't treatment. It isn't therapeutics. It isn't ivermectin. It isn't hydroxychloroquine. It isn't monoclonal antibodies. It's get in here to the hospital so that we can give you remdesivir and then maybe put you into an ICU. And then we're going to gripe about how overwhelmed our ICUs are with you unvaccinated people. What are you going to do? I got people on Facebook messaging me saying, yeah, I think I have the vid. We're going to go get tested. Why? They're going to send you home and tell you to take some over-the-counter stuff because mostly what you're going to have are cold symptoms. Guess what I took? I took one I woke up this morning. Dayquil. Well, actually, it's generic. It was Drug Mart's version. Daytime. I always take Drug Mart's versions. They're better and cheaper. Daytime. That's what I took. I had a little bit of a low-grade fever yesterday. Kind of going back and forth between the sweats and the chills. Took a few uh, uh, ibuprofen. And guess what? It went down. It's cold. But anybody I mentioned to that I was uh, feeling under the weather, oh, you got the vid. Well, you got Omicron. Told you, told you, told you. Told me what? One of my daughter's best friends goes to Ohio State. My my daughter just found out yesterday. Kind of sad for her. She's uh, not going to be able to see her friend over Christmas break. My daughter goes to school in Michigan, of course, in Hillsdale. Her friend goes to Ohio State. But her friend isn't going to be able to come home because she tested positive for the vid. Mind you, that her friend down in Columbus is triple vaxxed, double vax and a boost, but she still got COVID. How does she know? She went and took a test. Why? Because she had the symptoms of a winter cold. She said she was a little stuffy in her nose and a little scratchy in her throat. So she went, despite being double vaxxed, and boosted, she went and took a test. And then, of course, she's added to the list of, you know, the number, the tally of positive cases in Ohio. Is she sick? No. 
But now that she tested positive, she's going to quarantine herself because she's like so many others. She's been conditioned. So she's not coming home for for Christmas. What is wrong with people? Since when did we become so weak-minded? Since when did we become so easily led astray like sheep toward the slaughterhouse or over the cliff, depending on where you're leading your sheep? When did we become so conditioned like this to think that every illness got to find out if it's the vid? And if it is, well, now we got to change everything. Can't have Christmas. They told us we can't have Christmas unless you are vaccinated against the vid. Nope. No more of that. No more of that. No Christmas with family unless you're vaccinated and they're vaccinated. Anybody who comes around is the va- is vaccinated. That's the only way you can have. Uh, that's the only way you can have Christmas. When did we get like the, get like this? When did when did we cross that the Rubicon, if you will, to the point where we live in fear? We live like we have to be in a plastic bubble rather than celebrating our our glorious holiday the birth of our savior for those who are believers the birth of our savior family time we're going to scrap all of that because somebody coughed and somebody sniffled and somebody somebody uh, maybe even blew their nose gasp and somebody else is walking around without a mask oh no is that what we're supposed to do At what point did we sacrifice that which is most important to us on the altar of fear? On the altar of fear. That's what we're doing. That's what we're being told to do, instructed to do. Yes, there's that word again, conditioned to do. You're allowed to get sick in wintertime. Hell, you're allowed to catch a summer cold too, believe it or not, and not have it be covid or Delta, or Omicron, or whatever the heck they're going to come up with this summer to try to screw with the uh, fall elections. You're allowed to get sick. I've got a cold. No, I don't have the vid. I already had the vid. I'm solid. But yeah, I feel like crap, because people get sick in the wintertime. We did it before COVID, we'll do it after COVID, if there ever is an after COVID. But I'm not going to sacrifice that which is most important to me, my Christmas time with my family members. I'm not going to sacrifice the joy that comes with this season in fear because I've been told, I've become conditioned to be fearful of other people, fearful of other germs that might be floating around. I'm not going to listen to Joe Brandon sit there on national television and tell me that I can't have Christmas with my family unless everybody is vaccinated. If you and those you celebrate with are vaccinated, particularly if you've gotten your booster shot, if you are vaccinated and follow the precautions that we all know well, you should feel comfortable celebrating Christmas and the holidays as you planned it. All I can say is the onions on this freaking guy. For him to try to tell me For Joe Brandon to sit up there and try to tell me what it will take for me to be able to celebrate Christmas with my family is beyond presumptuous, 
It is downright insulting. It really is insulting. His speech yesterday was beyond insulting. It was filled with inaccuracies and lies and conflicting information, conflicting statements from Brandon himself, who somehow managed, did Joe Brandon, he somehow managed, and I don't know how you do this, to be able to say in the same speech, we were prepared for this and we didn't see Omicron coming. We were prepared for Omicron, but we didn't see it coming. Wait, what? Filled with misinformation. All intended to continue the propaganda campaign. And I'm not buying it. And and you shouldn't either. All right, it's 919. It's a little late to start with our Pledge of Allegiance, but we're not going to forego our Pledge of Allegiance. So patriots, if you would, please go ahead and stand. Put your hand on your heart. If you have a flag nearby, face one. If you don't, that's okay. Join us anyway. Leftists, Biden voters, Brandon supporters, go ahead and take your knee. We know how you feel. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Jim Jordan will join us. We missed him on Monday and Tuesday. He will be with us today at 1010. We're going to talk to with uh, Jeff Lauterback of the Ohio Press Network. That's Jack Windsor's new press organization. Jeff is a writer and a tremendous one. We're going to talk to him at 1010 about all of this, including Biden's speech yesterday. So Jordan and Lauterback are guests today. I welcome you at 216-901-0945. Right back. Okay, 922 now. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer. Let's get some phone calls. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. Get in now because i got Jim Jordan coming up at 935. And then I've got Jeff Lauterback coming up at 1010. So this is a great opportunity. Uh, Tanya and Akron took advantage of it, and she's on now on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there a Merry little bit Christmas. under the weather. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. Okay. Thank you. What I'm trying to figure out about the American populace is that, especially like Christmas, who would, we used to go over the river and through the woods to go to Grandma's house for Christmas. And now we're afraid of something called a cold, that if you went over the woods and through the river, you would get a cold. Now we're afraid. Uh, we have no guts anymore. And I, I'm just so annoyed with the president. I'm so annoyed with everyone that's trying to do this on, you know, a medical thing. We will get sick. We will die. You know, I'm asking my friends, why are we so afraid of the way we're going to die versus where we're going to end up when we're dead? And preachers aren't preaching that. Synagogues aren't preaching that. Nobody's talking about that. We're going to die. We're going to die eventually. But that's not the reason for the season. The season is a season of hope. And what? I'm not going to let them feel my joy. I'm going to see the people that I want to see. I'm going to eat with the people that I want to eat with. And not a government entity called the state or Joe Biden and his three COVID shots that are going to eight are going to stop me from doing anything I want to do. 
And I appreciate you being a strong voice. I wish we would have some other strong voices that would stand up versus the ones that are saying, yeah, make sure you get your COVID shot and your booster and your extra booster and your pill. But that's just just me. (laughs) Tanya, I'm so glad you called and said all of this, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you for the call. Um, it almost looks like you listened to Tucker last night or watched Tucker last night. I did. He did a segment on Christmas in the time of Biden that I thought was just terrific. Um, you just said, this is a time of hope. We're all going to die at some point. Why don't we live while we can? And he did a segment on Christmas in America in the time of Biden and about how um, they're trying to do everything they can to take Christmas away from you and to make you live in fear instead of in joy. Make you live, uh, you know, in a state of isolation rather than a time of togetherness and family. Um, because it's all part, quite frankly, of their transformation of America. It really is. A lot of that begins with the destruction of the nuclear family, which we have talked about. And what better way to break up families and tell them you can't go see each other unless everybody's vaccinated. And then those who aren't vaccinated are going to feel bad because they're the ones holding up the party, creating division. Tucker, though, I think brought a real, real ray of light to this, this discussion about way, the way we're supposed to live during this time of the year. I think it's worth sharing part of this with you at least. Give this a listen. There you go. If you've had at least three Joe Biden-approved vaccine injections, you can celebrate Christmas. That's the word from our Botox Napoleon. Otherwise, you can't celebrate Christmas. How long before they tell us you can't vote in person without the vaccine? That's coming, obviously. But for now, Joe Biden has canceled Christmas for America's working class, now known as, quote, the unvaccinated. They didn't vote for him in the last election, so they can't celebrate Christmas. In fact, this whole pandemic is their fault. Now, before we unpack the implications of what Biden has said, a word about the language he and many others are using. Biden and his employees persist in calling these injections a vaccine, but that's not quite right. A vaccine prevents disease. The polio shot is a vaccine. You take the shot and you don't get polio. That's not what these shots are. As Biden himself conceded from the stage today, many thousands of fully vaccinated people have been infected with COVID recently. Now, Biden claims these people are in better shape because they got the shot. He didn't prove that. So far, no one has proved that. But let's assume Biden is right, which is fine. It's still not really a vaccine if you can get and transmit the virus. It's more like an experimental health supplement. And that's fine, too. We're not against experimental health supplements. I'm going to jump in here because I've got uh, not a ton of time here before the bottom of the hour, and I'm not getting to the Tucker I want, which is the uh, inspirational part. I'll find that for later on in the broadcast. But let me squeeze squeeze in a call here before the bottom of the hour when Jim Jordan will join us. Steve is in uh, Collinwood. Hi, Steve. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Biden's got, he promised stocking stuffers for everybody. 500 million of them. A COVID test. Oh, right, 500 million COVID tests. That's yeah, exactly you can right. go to the library. If you didn't get a last-minute present, go find some place where they pass them out, you know, and then it's great stocking stuff. Yeah, right, uh, which, of course, means absolutely nothing to anyone. All it does is increase the quote-unquote case count. It doesn't mean people are dying, particularly if the positive tests are Omicron, which nobody will know because they don't tell you. A PCR test can't tell you whether you have Omicron or Delta or anything else. 
Well, don't take the pregnancy test by accident off the shelf. Otherwise, you know, you, you won't know if you're sick, but you might be expecting in May or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, you hey, uh, to... I live by the lake, and, uh-huh. and we get the wind like today coming off the lake. I get a runny nose and COVID symptoms. It starts around uh, November, and it ends late in May. So I guess I'll always have to look out. Yeah, hey, well, that, that's the thing. That, you know, they'll tell you that. They'll tell you that. You got a sniffle. You know, you got a runny nose. You got a sniffle. You got a, a scratchy throat. Uh, you got any of those kinds of things. Yeah, oh, you better go get tested. Find out if you have COVID. Why? What are they going to do? Help. If they don't lock you up inside of a, a hospital room, Help. they're going to send you home anyway with no treatment. Help. <laughs> you have a blessed holiday. You have a Merry Christmas, okay? Thank you, my friend. You too. God bless. I appreciate it. I got into an argument last night online with the doctor. Uh, he's a friend of mine. We just fundamentally disagree on everything having to do with COVID. He is just vax, 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 push, pushing the vaccine. Omicron. Harmless. Harmless. It's cold. But get a vaccine. Get a vaccine. Oh, we're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed. No, we're not. And if we are, it's because they're not treating people. They're not treating people. There are treatments out there. There are therapeutics, antibodies. There are things that can and should be done to help people who test positive, especially if they're symptomatic and they got problems, and they won't do it. All they'll do is lock them up in a hospital room and try to jam remdesivir into them when that makes them stop breathing and they've got to be vented. They won't try the things that have worked. They have pulled the wool all over our, down over our eyes and then told us, follow the science, when they're the ones ignoring science every step of the way. My goodness, i got so much more on this, but I need a timeout now. Jim Jordan will join us next on AM 1420 The Answer. two sides to every story there's the mainstream media side and then there's the truth you are experiencing the truth the bob france authority on am 1420 the answer up and and here's how bad it is remember the underlying issue here is trying to put a good man mark meadows in prison and i thought about this the other day like think about andy mccabe lied multiple times to the fbi lied to the inspector general and what does andy mccabe get from the attorney general of the united states he sues and gets a settlement from merrick garland which says oh here's your back pay and we're going to pay all your legal fees meanwhile mark meadows didn't do a darn thing wrong and they're trying to put him in prison it is sickening what they're doing You know that voice that, of course, belongs to Congressman Jim Jordan, our 4th Congressional District Representative here in Ohio, also the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. He was on with Dan Bongino talking about what they're doing on the January 6th committee, and that's a great place for us to start our conversation this morning. Congressman, good morning and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Bob. Good to be with you. So you're fired up, and with good reason there. Uh, and, you know, the, the juxtaposition between the way they treated Andy McCabe, you made a great, great yeah. uh, comparison there, and what they're trying to do to Mark Meadows, um, you know, is striking. And, you know, you, you mentioned to Dan in that interview, you know, this has less to do with Mark Meadows or really with anybody who went into that Capitol uh, building on uh, January 6th of this, uh, you know, of 2021, uh, as, than it does about Donald Trump. This is about trying to pin pin the blame uh, for all of this on Donald Trump to stop him from running again in yep. 2024 and winning. Is is that essentially what it is? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, this is all political. This is about going after your political enemies. This is nothing new for the left. Every time Democrats are in control of the executive branch, we've seen it in the last 10 years. We saw it when they weaponized the IRS to go after a bunch of people who listen to your show and a bunch of conservatives around this country. We, 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 we saw it when they weaponized the FBI five years ago to go to the secret court to get a warrant, present the secret court with an altered document, present the secret court with information they knew wasn't true, like the dossier, to get a warrant to go spy on President Trump's campaign. We saw it two months ago when they said we're going to invoke the counterterrorism measures at the, at the FBI to use against moms and dads at school board meetings. And then we saw it last week when they're saying we're going to use the contempt power of, of the ability to hold people in contempt Congress has to go after Mark Meadows. Again, all designed to get their political enemies, all designed to get President Trump, because they understand he's going to run and he's going to win. I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, and they're, they're, they're afraid of that because he will disrupt the swamp just like he did when he was at, uh, president of the United States, and they don't want that. Adam Schiff went uh, to some new new lows, new lengths, if you will, but uh, reached new lows, I think, in trying to advance the agenda here. Um, literally altering texts between yourself and Mark Meadows to make them look uh, uh, criminal, uh, make them look like you were plotting something that uh, that you simply were not. How can he get away with this? And, and, and by the way, is anybody ever going to call Adam Schiff out for his just... You know, years and years and years of lies about, I have proof, we have proof in plain sight of collusion with Trump and the Russians, and all of these things that we've heard from him over the last five years, he seems to be able to say and do anything he wants with impunity. Yeah, he can mislead the American people. He can he can alter a document. I don't know that's just fine. Meanwhile, when I forward a text on to the chief of staff of the, of the White House, from a respected lawyer in town, that they completely all that somehow that we're we're the ones doing the wrong. I mean, th- th- this is this is crazy. You know what the, the the select committee said though? After the Federalists did the great piece on this, wrote the article. It was about an hour or so later. The the the, the select committee, the January sixth committee, put out a statement and they said the select committee is responsible for and regrets the air. Now that is a that is government speak, Bob. For we got caught lying. That is what that that is what that means. So, the, the, but but as you point out, this ain't the first time. In fact, it's not even the first time the select committee uh, uh, they also got caught altering and changing a text. It looks like uh, Mr. Raskin did on the House floor that 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 wasn't presenting a text message that wasn't true. And then we had another member say that President Trump took so many minutes to respond when that was not not accurate. It took like an hour and a half to respond or something, when in fact he responded with a statement within a few minutes of the, 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 the breach of the Capitol. So once again, we see the, the, this committee giving false information, misleading the American people um, time and time again. Congressman Jim Jordan is my guest uh, this morning on AM 1420, The Answer. Let's talk about a couple of other things. Yesterday you heard a number of things from Joe Biden, and there's one I want to focus on here and get your reaction to. Joe Biden has has failed really literally at every single turn. You know, he ran and campaigned yeah. on, Donald Trump doesn't know how to handle COVID. I know how to beat this virus, and I will beat it. Meanwhile, despite having three vaccines at his disposal, even though they're not vaccines, three vaccines at his disposal and all of the, uh, the, you know, the things that we learned in 2020, he takes over and things are far worse now than they were prior to that. Um, but uh, what he did yesterday was blamed all of this on A, the unvaccinated, and B, he blamed it on conservative media, saying that conservative media sources are out there presenting misinformation, and that's what's leading to the problem here. What was your reaction to that and his message to America yesterday? 
Well, I think the big takeaway I have is uh, I was there on Inauguration Day when when Joe Biden took the oath of office. Mm -hmm. And I remember his speech where he said he pledged to unite the country. He was going to bring the country together. And then yesterday, as I'm watching his press conference, I'm like, uh, you know, anything but. He's doing anything but that. And frankly, that has been since, since Inauguration Day, he's done everything but unite the country. And every one of his policies has been a mess. So I actually think that the vast majority of the country, and this is unfortunate for our great nation, greatest country ever, it's unfortunate that we have a president like this. But I think so much of our of our of the people in this, this country just think, like, I don't know what this guy's about. I don't know what he's done right. He hasn't done a single thing that, that has been positive. And, and his, that's, there's a reason. There's a reason his approval ratings are in the 30% range. I mean, it's like because he's been that bad and yesterday was just more of the same um it's unfortunate that that our nation has to have a president like this but that's uh, that's where we're at until president trump runs well, again and we and he wins you, you talk about being divisive you know he he has indeed divided along racial lines he has divided along class lines uh and and now he's dividing on you know vax lines if you're vaccinated yeah. you're a patriot if you're not vaccinated, you're not a patriot. And as a matter of fact, you are in for, what was it? A winter of severe illness and death, not just for yourself, but from your, for your family yeah. and for the hospitals hospitals that you are going to overrun. I mean, you talk about creating divisiveness. You talk yeah. about creating enmity for people who, you know, first of all, they, they, they just have want to have bodily autonomy and make up their own mind about how they treat themselves yeah. as far as health. Right. But number two... Tens of millions of us, and I'm one of them, have recovered from COVID-19 and have no need whatsoever for a vaccine, yet we are not patriots unless we go and take a jab anyway, according to Joe Biden. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Well, where's the optimism, too? Where's this, the, the Reagan uh, city on a, a hill? Where's, the, where's, where's President Trump make America great again? Where's the, where's the winning attitude, the American attitude? Where is where is that fundamental? That, that's what you expect from not not some false Pollyannish thing, but but like a, a inspiring and optimistic attitude that you want in a leader versus this this Joe Biden. And to the to the issue of natural immunity, I we had Dr. Uh, McCary in in a hearing a couple weeks ago, and I asked him a, a couple questions. I said, Dr. McCary, how many people work at NIH and and uh, CDC? It's like it's like 30-some thousand people. I said, what's the budget for those two agencies put together? $58 billion a year. I said, do you think maybe that, 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 that is there a reason why those 30-some thousand people and $58 billion budget, why they haven't done a study on natural immunity? And he goes, I don't know why they haven't. I said, well, what do you think the reason is why they haven't done it? He says, I don't think they want to know the answer. They don't want to, they don't want to know the answer like that Israel did the study and said natural immunity is 27 times better for you than, than, than the vaccine. So, okay, that's, there's one study. Why can't NIH with 33,000 people working there and a combined budget with CDC of over $50 billion, why can't they do a study and give us some answer on natural immunity? And to have a, a respected doctor like Mr. Mc, uh, Dr. McCary say, oh, now, I don't think they want to know the answer. That is frightening. Where's the science? Where's the truth? Where's the facts from these people? Well, they don't want science. They want compliance. We've talked about that at some, in some depth. Um, but, but even more than that, um, you know, w- w- one of the things that really bothered me the most, we found out in the last three, four days, emails have been, have been leaked. And um, oh, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, they depict uh, some collusion. There's a, there's a word the left loves to use. Between Dr. Fauci and the NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins, early on in the pandemic stages, in which 
the Great Barrington Declaration doctors, three of the most highly respected epidemiologists and infectious disease experts in the world, one from Harvard, one from Stanford, one from Oxford in the U.K., all came up with their own plan, and these two guys said, we've got to crush them, and we've got to crush them and their idea right now. We're going to go full vax. Full vax, not treating, but full vax is where we're going to go, and we have to crush. Jim Jordan, how is that following the science when they're literally crushing science? You have to laugh because it's like I, I told a group the other day, you know, think about Harvard, Stanford, Oxford. I, I told the group, I said, it's not the Big Ten, but it's pretty good, right? I mean, it, <laughs> these are these are pretty smart people. I mean, but Dr. Bhattacharya is a thinking genius, and, and you know, they're 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 attacking him. Um, but this is their this is their mo. I mean, we know that from the get go, and I, we've talked about this on on your show, but that on on January thirty first, twenty twenty, Dr. Fauci gets an email from one of the virologists he's been handing out your your American tax dollars to this Dr. Christian Anderson. And Dr. Anderson in that email says again, right from the get go, January thirty first, twenty twenty. So almost two years ago, he, he points out in the email. Virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory, which is a nice way of saying this thing came from a lab. And what, is, what happens over the next 24 hours? Dr. Fauci goes into full cover-your-backside mode and has a conference call with all these virologists, gets his assistant working on They do everything to downplay any chance that this thing came from a lab, and they go with the bat to a penguin to a hippopotamus to Joe Rogan theory that, that, this, is, that this thing came zoonotically. So, so they go right to that, and they cover this all up. And now, of course, we all understand that this thing almost certainly came from a lab. So this is how they operate. They attack. They, they destroy, they, they, they go after people, and now we see this, this email where they were colluding to go after Dr. Bhattacharya and others who questioned the, the, uh, the, the response and the, and the way that these, the, the, these folks were going to treat the virus. So doesn't surprise me, this is consistent, and this is why no one believes Dr. Fauci anymore except, it seems, Joe Biden. And they had the nerve to say, particularly Dr. Fauci, who says, if you criticize me, you're criticizing science because I am science. Science welcomes the challenge of other scientists. Science doesn't <laughs> bury uh, other science. <laughs> they, they welcome it and they say, let's figure out what the reality is here. That's what real science does. I've got a headline in front of me, do- or, uh, Congressman Jordan, that I want to uh, almost give you doctor status there. So let's talk about Dr. Fauci. Um, yeah. uh, I've got a headline in front of me that says yeah. the Durham, the, uh, John Durham is now officially investigating the Clinton campaign. Um, yeah. The latest filings by Special Counsel John Durham, I, and I'm so surprised that he hasn't had his uh, investigation shut down by Merrick Garland by now, but revealed that yeah. lawyers for the Hillary Clinton campaign now represent Christopher Steele primary subsource Igor D- uh, Danchenko, and yeah, Durham yeah. tips us off to something else, that the Hillary Clinton campaign and multiple former employees of the Clinton campaign are under investigation. What do you make of that? No, I, I mean, look, it, it's taken us five years, but it sure seems like we're now starting to get to the bottom of this to get to the truth, something that you and I uh, suspected for a long, long time. We knew this was all garbage when it started, and it looks like Durham is actually going right to the source. And we saw hints of that. With the indictment of Zussman and the indictment of Danchenko, when you read those indictments, it, it wasn't. It, I mean, we, we pointed it out before, but it wasn't about a lie that those those individuals gave to Durham and his investigative team. Durham was indicting them for the original lies, the lies back in sixteen and seventeen when this thing started, back, particularly back in July of sixteen. So that was a good sign. Then this is a good sign that they're 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 going to the source, going for the truth. And God bless them, and let's hope they they they, they continue this investigation and, and get to it soon. Now, the one question I have is. It seems to be in these indictments that the FBI is not being 
you know, the, the, that, that, that it's almost point like the FBI didn't know that Ben Chinko and Zussman were playing him. I find that hard to believe. I mean, I, I don't think the agents knew. The rank and file agents across this country and the FBI are great people. But I find it hard to believe Comey, McCabe, Strzok, and Page, and Baker, these guys didn't know that that Zussman and Danchenko were working for the campaign. Um, so we'll see how it goes out. But this is a good sign, and this is what we always suspected and, and kind of knew clear back when it, when, it, when it was all unfolding. Let's hope they get to the bottom of it and continue to push. I find the timing of it really, really curious, too, because um, just uh, two days ago I read an article in Newsmax in which um, they talk about some pretty credible sources suggesting that Hillary is about ready to have another go at this thing. Um, and that her little speech where she read her would-be victory speech uh, through tears and being choked up a few weeks back was an attempt to kind of evoke emotion in those who supported her and saying, we've got to try it one more time. Um, Do you think, I mean, you know, with Biden's approval rating in the 30s, his handling of the economy and inflation in the 20s, and and, uh, Kamala Harris (laughs) is lower than that. Um, Do you think they could go back to the future and resurrect the corpse of Hillary Clinton and run again? I, I actually think it's, it's fairly likely. I mean, who else are they going to run? I mean, who else are they going to go with? The, the, so I, I, I think there's, there's – I mean, who knows? You know, three years is a lifetime in politics. But um, it would not surprise me in the least, you know, that this is something that, that she has wanted forever. Um, and, um, you know, it, it may in fact be her because I just do not see how, as you point out, with the, with the approval ratings that, that Biden and, and, and Harris have, and they've shown no sign of ever cha- of changing their their direction. I mean, this is I always go back to Biden for when he ran, Bob. He he got the nomination in South Carolina in in, in the spring of, of 2020. He got the nomination as I'm going to be the opposite of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is on track to get it. He said, I'm going to be moderate Joe Scranton Joe everyday Joe. And 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 that's why he got the nomination. So he goes to the nomination and then he gets elected and he becomes everything hard left. He does everything hard left. And the country says, whoa, that's not that's not how you campaign. Uh, that that is not what the country was 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 wanting. And uh, we obviously see the results that it's been terrible results and his approval ratings reflect. Congressman Jim Jordan, our guest, last question for you. And we'll make this a short one because we're out of time. Um, should Joe Manchin become a Republican? I don't know that he is, but I, I think that would be great. Uh, he represents the most pro-Trump state in the country. Um, you know, there are lots of lots of wonderful, great people in that that state. I would love for him to do that, but I don't I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, but it was great news, great news that he went against this this bill, and and so far this bill has not passed, and that's that's good news for the country, good news for our economy. Uh, the only only bright spot we've probably seen in this whole Biden administration is the fact that they can't get this bill passed thus far. So let's hope let's hope that's the case. Do you think he'll hold firm? Biden said yesterday at his Omicron press conference, he said Joe Manchin and I are going to get it worked out. I don't know. I mean, I hope so. I mean, uh, I think, you know, the, the attack he faced from his own party. I, I mean, I don't know that, that you know, the, what's, what's the old book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I don't know that it's great to, to call in the names that Jin Saki did and, and, and basically say he, he lied. I mean, I, I, my, my guess is, you know, there was a document that they signed together. You know, there's a letter that they signed months ago. Um, I don't know that Joe Biden, uh, I think that Joe, Joe Manchin had, had been real clear with the White House what he was up to. He'd signed a document saying this is, this is, what, this is what needs to happen. So, um, you know, when you, when you follow Kristen Sinema into a restroom, that radically following her into a, the, the ladies' room, I don't think, that, I don't think you're going to get her to change her uh, view. When you call Joe Manchin, basically the White House called him a liar. I don't think that's going to help him change. So, um, you know, let, let's, uh, the, the, I think those are good signs that, that, that they, they Stick with their position, and this crazy piece of legislation doesn't become law.
Congressman Jim Jordan, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. We'll have you on one more time before the new year, uh, but not before Christmas, as that is coming up. So I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays, and we'll talk to you again next week, sir. Yeah, Merry Christmas, and the same to all your listeners. Take care. Thank you very much, Congressman. Uh, 953, we'll take a time out and come right back on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 9.57. Appreciate you uh, being with us. Uh, if you just turn the radio on, I'm fighting through a winter cold. It's something that people get. It's a thing that used to exist before COVID. Uh, now apparently everybody thinks if you have a cold, you have COVID. Uh, it's not the reality. There are colds and there are flus and there is Omicron. And by the way, you can't really tell the difference between any of them. <laughs> Omicron is a cold. That's what it is and that's what it does. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Alec Baldwin is still far deadlier than Omicron. All right? You can you can check out the totals and find out for yourself. It's much more dangerous to be around Alec Baldwin than it is somebody with Omicron. Uh, I want to hit this real fast. It's one of the uh, question, or no, one of the uh, soundbites from uh, Joe Biden yesterday. I wanted to play this for Congressman Jordan, but I ran out of time, and I couldn't find it in time either. But uh, yesterday, Joe Biden blamed a number of people for the continuing problem of COVID-19. And those people were not people in his administration. Those people were not the policymakers. Uh, Those people were unvaccinated Americans and conservative media. That's right, conservative media. Listen. You know, these companies and personalities are making money by peddling lies and allowing misinformation that can kill their own customers and their own supporters. It's wrong. It's immoral. I call on the purveyors of these lies and misinformation to stop it. Stop it now. The purveyors of the lies and misinformation are your doctors. Dr. Fauci, who lied about gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Um, uh, what's his name from the uh, uh, from the NIH? Francis Collins, who colluded to shut down the work of real doctors and epidemiologists. There's a great piece that I'm going to try to share with you if I can later. There's a great piece that actually ran in Newsweek of all places. Uh, it was written by two of the three authors of the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, one is Dr. Dr. Bhattacharya or Karia. Uh, I always mispronounce his name. My apologies to him for that. And uh, Dr. Martin Kaldorf. I shared their information with, with you yesterday, but they wrote a great piece that is actually in Newsweek right now, and it's on the website, uh, at the Newsweek website, about how Dr. Fauci fooled America and about how Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins have conspired and colluded to crush real scientists and then dare to tell you to follow the science. I'm going to read some of that to you because it's important that you understand exactly what we are facing. We're going to talk that talk about that also in uh, just a few minutes after the top of the hour with Jeff Lauterbach. Jeff Lauterbach is a reporter and uh, uh, a media specialist working now with uh, Jack Windsor's Ohio Press Network and more. I'll uh, tell you all about him right after the top of the hour news. And then he's going to talk to us about what we heard from Biden yesterday and why it is that those of us who oppose um, mandates... And those of us who support medical and bodily autonomy, why is it that we have to be attacked until we prove our medical credentials? 
You, you've heard that, right? What medical school did you go to? How dare you try to tell us something that a doctor didn't tell us? Jeff Lauterbach's got a great response to that, and that'll be coming up next on AM 1420 The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 